We're told contagion today is everywhere. It is in the financial markets, on the streets, and in our computers. It characterizes our use of social networking and the way ideas spread through society. In public and cultural discourse, catchphrases such as social contagion, emotional contagion, mental contagion, and financial contagion have become prevalent, if not commonplace, suggesting contagion has moved beyond our bodies and has begun infecting our minds and our modes of interacting with and influencing others. We're used to thinking of the word contagion as having a proper or literal meaning, one that relates to the physical communication of disease. The Oxford English Dictionary, for instance, gives the primary meaning of contagion as the communication of disease from body to body by contact or mediate. And this is the meaning that has largely been retained in contemporary medical scientific discourse. When compared with this literal sense of contagion, such formations begin to appear more metaphorical, more figurative. One recent film, for example, has explored and highlighted the related concept of thought contagion. In the opening scene of Christopher Nolan's Inception from 2010, the protagonist Cobb, played by Leonardo DiCaprio, poses a question to his soon-be employer, Saito Ken Watanabe. What's the most resilient parasite, Cobb asks? A bacteria? A virus? An intestinal worm? Perhaps sensing the rhetorical nature of the question, Saito remains silent, and Cobb furnishes him with an answer. He says, An idea. Resilient. Highly contagious. Once an idea is taken hold in the brain, it's almost impossible to eradicate. That from a study titled Contagious Metaphor by Peter Mitchell. Today for us, questions persist on news programs, in newspapers, on social media, and the like. How can certain strongly held ideas about COVID-19 be dislodged for the welfare of all? Let's End COVID is a community-wide public education initiative in Lycoming County drawing on the talents of artists in the Williamsport area to create images to help break through the kinds of tightly held ideas just described. Lynn Esteman is a media artist and art professor emerita at Lycoming College in Williamsport and producer of award-winning video documentaries, many seen here on WVIA-TV. She's working with Let's End COVID on their media campaign, and we had a chance to speak with her by phone about the effort. For the past year, I've been working as a volunteer graphic and media designer for a group called Let's End COVID. It's a group of concerned medical personnel, educators, clergy, journalists, uh, community organizations, encouraging vaccination and masking and countering the disinformation that is rampant on social media about the safety of COVID vaccines and boosters. Our goal is to make the community safe or as safe as possible in our current pandemic situation. What are some of the considerations when you're developing a plan like this and you're thinking about the visuals? How do you reach people with all the different visual images they see each day and different typefaces and all the things that are swirling around us, 
How do you get seen and what are the considerations that someone like you as a graphic artist, graphic designer, bring to these issues? Well, it's been a challenging project. The virus has evolved and the means of containing the pandemic have evolved in messaging for creating a safe community changes, it seems like, almost daily. But my main strategy throughout has been the same. Research all over the world has shown that people who are hesitant to be vaccinated are most likely to listen to someone they know and trust. And so my approach for this public education campaign has been to partner with trusted messengers in the community to only use local people to speak to the local community. So I designed a campaign that targeted specific sectors of the population that were vaccine hesitant. I collaborated with Andreas Wrench, who's the photography professor at Lycoming College, and we brought in over 40 people to the Lycoming College uh, photo studio to create portraits of our trusted messengers. They included Reverend Sam Washington, the pastor of Antioch Baptist Church, Alizé Johnson, a local basketball hero who now plays for the Chicago Bulls, Dr. Jim Redka, Mayor Derek Slaughter, Lisa Williams, who's the president of the local NAACP. And uh, I was actually contacted by Sheriff Mark Lusk after he had seen our billboards asking how could he get on one because law enforcement all over the country is one of the more hesitant sectors of the population. But we also use everyday people, elementary, middle school, and high school students speaking to other students, a young mother, an elementary school teacher, um, a young rural white male hunter. And the idea was to speak to the specific concerns of each target audience, dispel myths, and encourage vaccination, and with, especially with the Omicron variant, masking. So I took the portraits and using a fairly simple format of a white background with a very prominent person image and bold aerial text designed billboards, public transit advertising, also did radio and TV spots, which went into things a little more depth with someone speaking directly to their audience. We made yard signs and had orders for over 450 yard signs, posters, flyers, social media, and I created a website which you can see all of the graphics on at www.letsincovid.net. And the website has lots of information on it, flyers, social media that you can download, 
and uh, we use it to encourage vaccination and masking and to coordinate marketing for pop-up clinics, schools, houses of worship, food pantries, wherever they may be. When did this launch? The first billboards, I think, went up in March of last year. The first one was Mayor Derek Slaughter getting vaccinated. And then we kind of developed things more, working with people in the community around what kinds of messages they thought would speak to people in their community. One of my favorites is a couple who suggested that their message should be, we got ours, get yours. Um, the hunter one says, bag the virus, get the shot. Alice Johnson's is just him with a basketball, and it says, get the shot. And then they all have the government website that you can go to and find places locally that you can get vaccinated. Do you have any sense of whether the campaign has been making an impact? Well, it's kind of an advertising campaign. And in advertising, you can never really prove that, you know, you're having an impact. But River Valley Health and Dental did a questionnaire with people who were coming in to get vaccinated and asking them what made them decide to get vaccinated. And a number of people mentioned different parts of the campaign, hearing it on the radio, you know, seeing a TV ad, seeing billboards, seeing someone that they knew on a billboard, and people who are on the billboards and are recognizable have told me that people have come to them to talk to them about what their hesitations are. And that's really where the change happens in one-on-one exchanges with someone who you trust. So I think that it triggers people to think about issues that they might not have thought about before. Of course, there are hardcore people who, no matter what, are not going to be vaccinated. They're not going to wear a mask. But the idea that we're in this together as a community and we need to not just worry about ourselves and whether we think that we need to be vaccinated, but we need to think about the most vulnerable people in our community and what can we do to protect them. And so that's kind of the message that I hope is getting out there. We've lost far too many people in our community, 469 in Lycoming County today. And sadly, many, if not most, were avoidable. The vast majority of those who are dying nationally and internationally, are unvaccinated. Being vaccinated and boosted with the new variant may not keep you from catching the virus, but in 
most cases, it will keep you from getting severely ill, from being hospitalized, and from dying. And on that note, I'd like to invite everyone to come to a candlelight vigil in memory of those that we've lost to COVID and to honor the local healthcare and frontline workers who have stepped up to try to make all of us safe. The vigil's next Tuesday, January 25th at 5.15 on the quad at Lycoming College. Lynn, you've taught a lot of students at Lycoming College. Do you help them see the importance in some measure of putting their talents in the service of something like this? You're volunteering in this way. Is that part of what they learn as they are art students? Well, yes. And it is part of what Lycoming as a whole is trying to do to engage students with the community and encourage faculty to find ways that students can put their education to good use. Personally, I always taught with the community in mind, and I often had assignments that would involve my students in using their art skills to work in the community. One of my uh, former students is Andrea McDonald, who is now a teacher at Williamsport High School, and we just collaborated on a mural on the side of Fire Tree Center, and her students at the high school were an integral part of creating that mural. Howard Tran's students in art at Lycoming College just did a downtown mural. Both of the murals are about building a community that is inclusive. And so I think in a lot of ways, you know, art students from the high school and the colleges have been very involved in using their skills to better the life of those around them. We hope we don't have to have you doing this much longer, but will this initiative go on as long as the need is there? It will. Maybe not in the same form, but depending on what the needs of the community are, what we need to do to stay safe, um, let's in COVID will continue a public education campaign to get the word out to the community. Lynn Esteman, media artist and art professor emerita at Lycoming College, producer of award-winning video documentaries. We spoke with her just now about the effort in Lycoming County spearheaded by Let's End COVID. Let's End COVID with organizations and individuals from the region banding together to get the word out about vaccinations and the effort on Lynn Esteman's part and her fellow artists to use their talents to create images that might break through certain hesitancy or strongly held ideas. And for more information 
on the web, letsendcovid.net, letsendcovid.net. And Lynn referred to a candlelight vigil that will be held on the Lycoming College Quad this Tuesday, January 25th at 5.15 to remember those lost to COVID and to honor healthcare and frontline workers. Again, letsendcovid.net, letsendcovid.net.